Hi everyone, I'm here with Greg Potter. And I'm here with Dina Nina Martinez. And you are listening to The The Dina Dina and Greg Greg Show. Where we're going to talk about the problem with Nicola Sturgeon. Newfound friends on Grindr. Uh, The polar vortex. A fantastic geography lesson. And why I hate Greg Potter. Aw, I'll get you some Grubhub's Taco Bell. Let me watch, let me count the ways. Is this really a thing? While I watch you. Taco Bell? Yes. What the hell? While I watch you on Netflix. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're listening to the Dean and Greg Show. We'll be right back. Right back. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, Greg. Hi, Dina. What's going on? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I mean, today fair. has been one of those days. Oh my god! But I posted. Okay, this is what happened. I was texting Christine because you know we text yeah. usually six six thirty in the morning. It was after way I got back before from I'm spin. awake, or I'm awake from. The but night the before. thing was, the last thing I said to her because I was st- like. I've had some things happen that didn't that made it so I didn't sleep, and we're not going to get into it because cocaine. Madison's so tiny. Oh, cocaine. What is it? Two thousand eight. <laughs> and so, um, I didn't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. But then I was texting Christine about it, and the last text to Christine, I said, "I get to record with Dina and then have dinner with Dolly, and those are great magical things." Yay! So now we're here recording. I'm so excited that I'm part of your magical things. Magical thing. <laughs> so um uh, things are good though today i mean i had a great step up equity matters in the workplace w- workshop that i facilitated oh good got a little work done um that's i mean it's been a very it went to spin did better in spin than i thought i did that's my story <laughs> i mean i sound so bland i sound like a midwest housewife <laughs> i uh, kind of was in the same boat with you as you are. Like I woke up at t- at one thirty to go to the restroom, and then I was up until like four thirty. And then I was like, I was supposed to get up at seven and go to the gym, and then I was like, I'm so tired, I can't function. So I went back to sleep for a little bit for- till ten, and then I get up, and then I'm like, I don't want, I j- I need to get to work. I'm still stuck on how you started that. Like the Dean and Greg show listeners are are monitoring your urine output. <laughs> I went to I got up to go to the bathroom at one thirty. Uh, I pee a lot, and because it's cold, I pee more. Really, I yeah. my body knows. Like asshole, it's freezing, and we're gonna talk about the polar vortex later. It's a huge fucking thing that just happened here in the Midwest. Anyway, but I <laughs> not like, just once I the got in, I know, but I mean, it was all over the country. But still, anyway, I got into bed and I didn't leave bed. I may have peed the bed and did not even realize it. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not really ever. That hasn't happened since 2008 either. <laughs> um, uh, and that okay. was in L.A. <laughs> just kidding. We're not talking about the time that I got really sick. That was a whole different oh. story. <laughs> Anyway, and we're not talking about that guy who peed in the corner of your, or didn't. That's happened a couple times. 
<laughs> that one guy that tried to pee in my grandma's cat, uh, my like the clothes hamper. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's okay. Now we're totally off. But I was gonna give you a compliment and tell you the gym's paying off. What the gym? When you, we were talking a few minutes ago with Cal, um, before we started recording, and you were standing in the doorway, girl, the gym is paying off. Really? Yeah. I don't feel like I feel very. F- it's in your face, and then like there's Aww. little pieces. But just so you know, there are little pieces. Keep it up, girl. <laughs> um, speaking of working out, I'm gonna say something that happened this week that I'm a little embarrassed by. I'm really excited to hear this. <laughs> On Tuesday, I went to the noon spinning class because uh-huh. it was starting to get cold. I was not going to the six a.m. class, and it was an instructor that I never had before, and I just found this person so attractive. Like, I was like, damn. It was a her. Her name is Rachel. I'm not turning You're into like, a, I'm not turning into heterosexual. But I was just like, you are a beautiful, like, and more than just, like, admiring beauty. Like, I'm like, you're hot. Yeah. I mean, I have some people like that that I, it, that have shaken my orientation. Like. This is all a ploy for me to try and get <laughs> Dina to come out as a lesbian. <laughs> No, like there are a couple people that I like them so much. They're such amazing women and they're really hot. And I'm just like, I could, I don't know if I like, you know, like, I don't know if I could, but I mean, I like them a lot and I wonder (laughs) if I could be in a relationship with them. But like, I know that I'm pretty like on the Kenzie scale straight. (laughs) Well... That's an official Kenzie. Maybe you could have a relationship right? and have like an addendum to the relationship. Addendum. We will not have socks together. But you can cuddle. Yeah, we, I, love, I heard socks. I don't know why it said socks. We will have socks together, but not sex. I don't know why. What's happening? No sex in this house. Um. All right. <laughs> so um, the one last thing that I wanted to say before we get into segments was we learned something last Sunday that I don't know if you remember learning, and I was the drunk one. It was Christine's brunch bath, bash, bash. Oh, my God. Did you even brunch hear bath? what we did? No. Did you? Okay. You left us at Bel Air. Okay, yeah. people, listeners. We started drinking 11, and I don't know if you, you've heard Dina and Greg's stories that involve Christine. Well, we then went next door to Lucille and did shots with the bartender and the server that waited on us from Bel Air. And then we went up to Enovino and had a bunch more to drink and had some scallops and other food. But then Christine and I look at each other and we're like, these scallops are or are not as good as Graft. And so then we went to Graft and did more drinks and more shots there. Um, and more scallops. And more scallops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but the whole point of this story, because I'm just rambling. God, it's like all that coffee today. Just like, hi, Greg. Um <laughs> Was we learned that the rooster fish is still open? In yeah, Venice. we did. So shout out to the rooster fish in Venice Beach. Hey, we miss you guys. We miss you. That was my story. I like that story. Because okay. <laughs> I had to leave to come teach stand up, which was very fun. Oh, Sunday, yes, yeah, Sunday. And from the, I had. To, I was like from the rooster. Fish? I left the rooster fish to. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into. Is that really news? Is that really news? Is that really news? Is that really news? (laughs) Starting off, I have one of my favorite ones. Okay, so uh, from the AP, this is really interesting. 
An Evansville, Indiana person, uh, police say that this 19-year-old Indiana man took a cab to and from a bank robbery. (laughs) And then he paid the driver with some of the stolen cash. Is that really news? (laughs) It's dated news, apparently. It's dated news. But, like... How are you going to, like, I mean, I expect that if you're going to pay, you're going to pay with your stolen cash if you came from a bank robbery. But how are you going to take a cab to and from a bank robbery? Like, really? (laughs) I mean, it's not a wise decision in the first place. But if you're going to do it, at least do it right. Right? Take a lift. Oh, my gosh. Dated news. Is that dated news? <laughs> Do you have anything? Yes, but I want to hear your next one. Okay. Um, snow joke. So, uh, a weatherman named Meteorologist is running for office. He is a former TV weatherman who legally changed his name to Meteorologist Drew Anderson. Um, he was running for Congress in Pennsylvania. How, how are you going... You changed your what? What? You changed your name to meteorologist. <laughs> so my legal name should be comedian Dina Nina Martinez. So I have four names instead of three now. <laughs> comedian. People, she's looking up right now how to get it done. <laughs> comedian Dina Nina Martinez. <laughs> okay. What do you have now? Mine is from uh, today, actually. From the mirror, which, first of all, is that really news? Is that really news? Man told girl, I'll do time for you, you fat, ugly cow, and then pelted her with eggs. Why? How did this get headlines? Like, this is, but the man was 15 years old. So I don't even know, like, so they're reporting on teenagers. Oh. (laughs) But, like, this is not news. This is... That's, that's, what's the word I'm looking for? That's bullying. That is bullying. Like, seriously, if you want the mirror, everyone can email them or Facebook them and say, <laughs> stop reporting this stupid shit. They're kind of That is not bullying. So I don't know if you saw this in the New York Times, but they did the story about $90, found $90, and then like tried to give it back. So then they did this editorial today. About I found $90 last week, but can't find the owner. Now what? So the article is basically how we give money back to the owner when we find it. Would you give back? Would you seek out the owner of $90 if you're on the subway in New York and they've disappeared? How do you handle that? So if if I see it falling out of somebody's coat or whatever, then yeah, absolutely. When I know, you know, and... I would love to be able to, like, but it's just, like, the thing I think about it is, like, do I trust them to be honest in New York City? Well, anywhere. Anywhere, for that matter. Do I trust them to be honest and be like, uh, yeah, that is my money. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Right. Or I think about it, like, okay, if you, again, if you saw them drop it, you would go find them and give that back to them. But I think about all the drunk times that I lost money. (laughs) Money. Like, Money. And I just think, 
Uh, what goes around comes around. <laughs> what goes around. Yeah, totally. Completely. You know, yeah. You know that time that I think I got robbed, but I might have, could have possibly Bunch just shots. dropped it. <laughs> right? Or about shots. shots. <laughs> oh, how many times have we had conversations about like, I know I had an extra 50. Right? Well, you did until you bought around. Right? Or you dropped it. Or you dropped it. Or you threw up in the trash can and it came out of your pocket into the throw up. And you're like, I'm going to weigh my options. Do I siphon through my vomit to get that $50? Or do I just tell people I was robbed? I was robbed. (laughs) Uh, So uh, there's going to be a new person on. Well, there's going to be someone new on Mario Povich for a paternity test. Wait, I think I saw this. A baby orangutan from Berlin. (laughs) The test showed five-month-old Padma was fathered by male in her enclosure. Keepers routinely take DNA samples from the newborn orangutans because the endangered great apes are a breeding program, part of a breeding program. Uh, Researchers say that Padma's DNA... To that of Booty, a 14-year-old male living with the same enclosure as the baby's mother, they found it didn't didn't match Booty's DNA. Instead, it matched an 18-year-old orangutan, Vendel, who lives in the next enclosure. How did that happen? This is really going to be in Maury Povich. What? No. Maury Povich is like, you are not the father, Booty. <laughs> Wait, what was the relationship with Maury Povich then? They said it's worthy of going on Maury. Oh my god! Like a paternity, it's the you are not the father, Vendel. I just that think is of, a, Vendel, you are not the father. I just you are the, the father. The Wait, movie the, Little Black Book with oh Britney Spears, rest in peace. Murphy. Not Britney Spears, Britney Murphy, yeah. and <laughs> Britney Kathy Spears, Bay. rest in peace. Well, your career. And Kathy Bates, and but you know what movie I'm talking about, right? Yeah, totally. So, and she's working for that Maury Povich type show, but it's Kathy Bates, yes. the K Kathy or whatever. I don't. Anyway, remember? And they had orangutans in the back. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So I do have one story. Wait, I have the story to end this segment this week. Yes. So if you've got one more, I no, want to go. Okay. So the Atlantic posted this, and it was relating to our last show. Go ahead, post that stupid photo of yourself from 10 years ago. <laughs> and it goes, this article is, there. this this paragraph says it all. 10 years ago, Facebook already had 15 billion photos in its database. As you uploaded pictures and tagged friends and added dates and locations, software we got really, really good at recognizing people's faces. This facial recognition capability is mirrored and all the other companies and some such as Amazon sell it to whoever wants it. They do it all the time, all this to more effectively show you things that you are likely to buy in the form of advertisements in a feed and product recommendations. That's literally how the internet works. And it goes to the very core of the new economy. And so why are you putting your face out there again? <laughs> Essentially. It already know, like, it's just this article. I mean, it was more exciting in my head. But stop it. It's over now. There's so many, like, we have delivered our privacy on a silver platter. Totally. To everyone. On top of it, we're, we're pri- uh, 
public personalities. So far more shit has been online about us saying us saying things about our lives that could be very shameful. And so if I ever ran for public office, they would be like, Dina Nina Martinez is running for president. Oh, do you remember when she blew that guy behind the mattress store in West Hollywood? Like, <laughs> I don't think that fortunately, though, if we're going to that I if running for public office, I don't think the millennials care. And I don't think in what Jen, uh, Z, they're they don't care either, right? Well, like, I don't and know. They're starting to vote now, like, right? And our generation doesn't give a shit either. I mean, right? Gen I mean, X, they, well, Gen X is like, oh, let's just give us the keys to the castle already, because we are going to do a much better job <laughs> than the baby boomers. <laughs> the boomers. I'm like, buy me dinner. <laughs> I, I can't believe you just so freely shared that mattress story store. I mean. Mattress- <laughs> Store story. When it comes down to it, I'm so. I mean, I talk about cocaine all the time because I loved her and I miss her sometimes. You know, like it's just like I remember our relationship was rocky. (laughs) (laughs) Rocky, get it, rock. Um, okay. Yeah, Um, I got it. (laughs) But I remember moments fondly of that relationship. (laughs) Oh, the two thousands were good to you. Oh, they were. Remember, like. Oh, I remember. The white lady and guitar hero. Like, it was just like... <laughs> I miss being in your living room just playing guitar hero all afternoon. I know. Just, well, drinking wine. Yeah, like, there's so many stories out there that I'm just like, look, I realize that I've had a dodgy past. So, whatever. By the way, I am running for a Republican candidate for president and... <laughs> Dodgy, it's dodgy is a very nice way to put it. Right. <laughs> sketchy. Uh, speaking of sketchy, it's time for so so she. So so she. Uh, so what do you got, Greg? Um, I'm in love. Okay, we're gonna talk about the polar vortex later, but I'm in love with these memes that are coming out, and mostly it's coming from it's coming from the one of the grinder Instagram accounts. Um, and it's hilarious because it's talking about gays and iced coffee, and I totally fit that stereotype so bad. And one of the memes shows the weather report of the entire country, and then it says, and gays will still be drinking iced coffee. <laughs> and so, totally. Yes. But then there's another one that I saw today of uh, from City of New York. It's a City of New York tweet. And the, a New Yorker in the snow this afternoon carrying what it seems like to be an iced coffee. Only in NYC. And the best of Griner said, gay icon. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still in the in. I was at the coffee shop yesterday when the weather was still negative 23 degrees drinking an iced coffee. Oh, my God. And I'm like, give me warm coffee after my Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Y'all hipsters. What do you have? So I have several things. I've got, okay. I, yesterday I was scrolling through and it was, I found it on LinkedIn. Surprise. Uh, But I am friends on LinkedIn with this comedian out of uh, Scotland named Janie Godley. She does, she takes political like clips from news and stuff and she does voiceovers. And she does Nicola Sturgeon. She also did, there are two that are killing me. 
One was she did Theresa May, who's the prime minister. And so she's walking down the street and she's like, hi, Bob, whatever. Open the door, Doug. Good to see you. And then she gets inside and she like, uh, it's her back turned to her. So you see Theresa May walking into, uh, you know her residence and uh and then she turns her you see the back of of her head when she comes into the into the foyer and she's like oh my god nicholas sturgeon got me so pissed and just so drunk and and it's hilarious it just cracked me up and then she also did a voiceover of with nicholas sturgeon and these things are these little memes voiceover uh videos are hilarious as fuck Janie, J-A-N-E-Y, Godly, G-O-D-L-E-Y. Follow her on every platform you can because I was in tears. Like, I watched them over and over and over again. I need to watch them. We'll They're put them so the, good. We'll put on them on our Facebook page. For so sure. everyone can watch them. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> what ne- what's next on your so-so-she, Greg? I've been falling in love with at sarcasm underscore only. And this is the tw- this is the meme that got me. Do you run? Yes, out of patience, fucks, and money. <laughs> yeah. And so I've just been following the her now. Like I mean, I think it's a woman because there's a woman in the icon or in the logo mm-hmm. of it, and she's fucking hilarious. So um, the other fun thing that I've had, and I, I guess I'm just in this polar vortex. Vortex. Yes. Is I've been fucking laughing my ass off. At the okay, first, most people have seen like the videos of someone throws hot water up in the air and it freezes and you know, mists off, or they blow a bubble and the bubble freezes in midair. Well, my favorite ones are the people that just throw the hot water up and then it falls back down. And the, <laughs> the look on their face, like the look of disappointment in sadness, like this didn't work, <laughs> and you know, they just try it again and again. <laughs> And and it's like I just want to be successful. It's just twenty degrees wherever they are, <laughs> and it's like negative fifty something. Oh my god, we'll get to that. Um, so the next thing I have was um, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez talking to um, uh, somebody who runs the NIH or somebody at the NIH, and they're like, so, and she's like, so uh, drug. Uh, research is funded by the public, right? And they're like, yes. And they're like, so when what happens to it after you find this research? Well, it's uh, sold off to for-profit companies, big pharma. And then he's and she's like, so um, what about our investment as the public investing in? drug research is there any return on our investment and he's like no there's no return (laughs) so she's like so what you're saying is that the public funds your research as an investment with our tax dollars and there is no return on our investment they get sold off and then to big pharma the money goes to you and then big pharma elevates our like and she like i'm sitting here watching her and i'm like fuck yeah like how have we not even thought of that angle? Like we're investing in medical research and we're getting fucked over and we still have to pay millions of dollars. Like the American people are still paying like tons and tons of money just to try to be healthy. Like I don't have insurance. And as do I, I just got a message 
from someone on Grinder that's that said honestly answer me this how can you spend fourteen hundred dollars a month on prep and I'm like I don't I get it for free when I'm in South Africa <laughs> because, right like that yeah fourteen hundred dollars a month for prep Ridiculous. something that keeps people healthy and saves money for our government in the future. Costs fourteen hundred dollars just to protect ourselves out of our pocket. Insane, insane. Our system is so well put together. <laughs> right. Do you have anything else on so so she? That's all my so so she. Okay, so I've got two more things before we run off, and they're kind of around like what's good. Like this is, I think this is like, let's make this segment. Hey, what's good? Hey, what's good? Let's talk about what's good. Oh, let's talk about it. All right. So um, this polar vortex has been insane, right? Negative 50 something in Chicago. I think it was negative 60 or something. The headline that said it's going to be colder in Chicago than on Mount Everest. Yes. And Antarctica. Or yeah. Yeah. Those places. Right. All the cold places. Like we, Toronto is warmer than we have been. Toronto's higher than us. Toronto's closer to, like, you know what I mean? To the North Pole. They're closer to Santa Claus. Yes, they are. (laughs) I wonder if they have elves in Toronto. They're not Um, that much closer, love. I'm just kidding. Well, no, they're, but, but even still, when you think about the difference between, so we live in Madison and Chicago. The difference between Chicago and Madison generally is quite a bit, like, like, it's noticeable when I lived in Chicago and I was driving to Madison. It definitely is noticeable. There's more precipitation. There's more, you know, it's colder. And then you think about from Madison to the Twin Cities. Which feels like I could never live in the Twin Cities because I feel like it's so much colder. Right. There, and it's only a three and a half hour drive. Right. So when you think about that, Toronto's higher than the Twin Cities. It's And if you can't live in the Twin Cities and you're like, oh my God, it's so cold. You know, anyway. So it was warmer in Toronto than I'm, it was here. Poor Dina is about to learn a lot. Learn. It's no, it's about the same as Madison. What do you mean? It's not the, the same. same longitude. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Um, I'm looking at It's the... in Canada. Yes, but it comes down, love. <laughs> Don't be an asshole right now. No, it is higher. Not that much it higher. Is. It's it's like Green Bay, <laughs> which is several hours. Shut up! I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Fake news. Damn, damn internet fact busters. I don't know. Like <laughs> you just were such a dick right now. Okay. So anyway, it's Fucking colder. Internets. It's colder. <laughs> Several hours higher, colder. Okay. I can't even deal with Did you. Did right I just now. burst your so bubble? You just were like, I'm I'm gonna cry later because this really hurt my feelings. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm so the point is what's good. I'm such a bad friend. That was not good. That was horrible. I'm so a horrible friend. And I know like geography pretty well. That's why I just know it's like takes eight and a half hours to get there from here. Anyway, so my point, I digress. The point is, there was a lady in Chicago who bought it. I've seen it two different ways: sixty or eighty rooms for homeless people in Chicago. She she raised money or got money or somehow, and they chipped in and they 
they rented out these rooms for the homeless people during the really, really, really cold weather. That's really nice. It's so nice. Like, nobody thinks about them. You know? I mean, there are people that think about them more than others. Five people. I'm just kidding. Like, but, but you think about the shelters, especially during, you know, really, really frigid temperatures. The shelters get full. Like, there's no place for us and our homeless. Like, we're just, we're so unequipped to take care of the people that need to be taken care of. The most fragile communities, you know, the most at-risk people. And we don't think about them. And seeing that was such a great heartwarming moment that even though it was negative 20 degrees when I read it, I felt like it was above freezing. Aww. In my heart. In your cold, cold heart. In my cold, cold heart. You have another? No, that's what. Well, I I did have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a meme going around, and it's on my Facebook, my personal Facebook. So if you're friends with me, you can find it there. Otherwise, I will share it on my Dina Nina Martinez page. But two comedians saw this woman trying to pay for gas with pennies and gave her money to pay for gas. And she started crying. Seriously, I started bawling. Like, she started crying. She was like, I just lost my husband. It's hard to make ends meet, blah, blah, blah. And it just, like, these comedians are, like, here. And she's like, what can I do? And she and they're like, nothing, you know. Just, and they're just like, pay it forward. And, and knowing that comedians are, <laughs> we're not well paid. Right? Like, you're, you're making ends meet as well. Barely. <laughs> Some days, um, you know, but to see that and be like, they're, we're human. How We're all in this boat together. Why can't we just fucking love each other and do shit like this on a daily basis? Like those places, those things that we do for each other, that changes your whole world. It changes the whole world around you. That energy, sorry, I'm getting on the Would- soapbox, but... Get on your soapbox. You're talking to me. I know. So what, like my thing, when I go on to Facebook a lot, when I do my Facebook lives, my Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Friday, you know, etc. Um, this bitch doesn't take a day off. Right. Hey. Uh, one of the things that I ask is what's happening in your life that's good? So, Greg, since we're here in this space... What's happening in this life that in your life right now that's good? Or what have you seen somebody do that's good? Or what have you done that's good in this last week? What's good? And it can be as simple as what's happening in your life that's so good. It doesn't have to be for anybody or, you know, somebody, you know what I mean? Like, just keeping the momentum of positive goodness, things that are happening... What's happening in your life that's so good? It shouldn't be this hard. You know what I mean? And I'm not and I'm not I'm not criticizing you. I'm just like there's a problem when we can't see what's good around us. I'm trying to think of what I want to answer it to. I see good things every day. So give me something. Uh Christine I'm... saving me in the polar vortex. Oh. Um the Man carrying the woman's groceries out at the grocery store on Tuesday night before the really cold stuff got here. That could be misogynistic, though. (laughs) 
It was an elderly woman. I'm just woman. kidding. I was joking. Go. I just gave a bunch of... <laughs> I was Okay. I love that. And, like, for me, like, there's a lot of good things happening in my life right now. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go on. But, but like, seeing these things, seeing people do good things, seeing good things, like, it just makes me want to, like... I want to encourage everyone to, you know, even if it's a small act of kindness, do you know how that impacts the world around you? The butterfly effect. The butterfly effect. Really, though, it's contagious. Kindness and generosity is contagious. The thing is that uh, as you're talking is I wish we were talking about it more, that it was highlighted more, that it wasn't so uncommon because it is more common than we acknowledge people are doing nice things for their neighbors and their community all the time um and we just don't ever focus on that because we tend to be a society that really loves the drama and the hate and and i do believe that will be it's a pendulum and we'll be swinging back the other way soon now i'm gonna get on a soapbox but now i'm getting off my soapbox (laughs) uh yeah, I mean, it is a pendulum, but I just feel like I want to have people think about that more. Like, that's part of my challenge in my life. So, yeah, think about it. Think about doing well, good. The question isn't necessarily think about doing good. And do it. Take action on what you can do. Yeah. You can't do a lot. You can you can do a lot, but t- do what you can do. There's so much. Hold the damn door for the person behind you. You know, like that's such a simple little thing. Don't, you know, let a driver in front of you who's trying to get in. None of us are in that big of a fucking hurry to get going. And that's just the beginning. That's something we can all do, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I like it. So, Greg... Important question. What you watching? What what you watching? Oh, I'm afraid to tell you what I'm watching. <laughs> I want to know what you're watching. So I first started to watch Brexit. I could not get into it. I, really? I like I just I don't think I was in the right mood because I I love him so much. I what are the fans called? The Cumber the uh, they have a, a fan name. I'm one of them. Cumber bitches? Benedict <laughs> I'm a cumber bitch. <laughs> um, but I ended up watching, okay, just so you know, Kimmy Schmidt fans, the last six episodes were released finally. They're the last ones or the final ones? The final, no yeah. Oh. So I watched that and got all caught up. And Titus Andromedon is one of the best characters. So good. Ever written. Oh my gosh. But I watched you on Netflix. I... Where, where did you see me on Netflix? Not, <laughs> Not yet, people. <laughs> At Y-O-U. Okay. It's with the hot guy that mm-hmm. was in Easy A and in um, Gossip Girl. In Easy A, he, had the, he was the mascot. and the, Anyway, he is this bookstore manager who's creepy as fuck, and yet he's so hot. And you don't think it's going to get as serious, like... Mm-hmm. As, as like it doesn't present itself because he's not premeditative in his actions but then he's like this idiot that's like okay and then kill someone i'm not thinking about the consequences of what it's gonna take to cover this up 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But also you always hear his inner monologue. Like you always hear his thoughts. And so it's really interesting because his lover, you hear her thoughts once in a while, but it's not, you don't really know who the protagonist is in, isn't it? You think it's her, but it's really him. And so it was interesting. It's not amazing television, mm-hmm. but it was something worth watching during the okay. polar vortex. Interesting. Okay. Um, I I did watch the Ted Bundy show. <laughs> of course you did. Um, mostly while it was in the background, but I found it really interesting. Like, I just find it interesting how those, how sociopathic um, serial killers think. And so, like, it was so fascinating, you know? Like, he grew up, everybody, like... And you hear this a lot about serial killers that they're they were so nice, they were really you know kind. They just didn't. They just kept to well, themselves more. With my ex, we went on the we went on the Jeffrey Dahmer walking tour in Milwaukee. <laughs> we did, but like I never heard that he was nice and normal. He was just kind of crazy. Well, they remember that one night in Milwaukee. Don't talk bad about our Jeffrey. At that gay bar that one time? Weren't you with us? No. Oh, my gosh. It was totally like, don't talk bad about our Jeffrey. He was such a nice guy. Oh, my God. He ate people. He didn't eat them out. He ate them. And we learned that serial killers like gin. I no longer drink gin, people. (laughs) And so we're on that tour, and he drank gin, and the, the... Liquor of most serial killers tends to be gin, and I looked at you. And three of my closest friends turn around and just stop <laughs> and stare at me. Um. So, yeah, I watched that, and I hate that I have that fascination with it, but it's like, it, it's that fascination of how could people do that, you know? But I also started watching Homecoming on Amazon. I don't know. Tell me more. Julia Roberts. And it's like, so it's about a place where people from the military came back and kind of deprogrammed and they, they worked with them to, um, to get them ready to go back into society. But it's not what I expected. It's twisty and turny. Is it? Yes. And. Twisty and turny people. Twisty and turny. As well as. So Julia Roberts plays like this therapist in it, but she's also a waitress at one point in time. And I'm getting confused on the timeline because I thought she said four years ago and then she's like 2018. And I'm like, but wait, that was just last year. So I'm like, is this set way in the future? And if it's set way in the future, why aren't they wearing like metallic silver outfits <laughs> and flying cars? I And so, and then... Um, and where are the grays? Where are the grays? Right? Exactly. And also, uh, somebody that I'm really excited I get to meet in a few months, Dermot Mulroney's in there. It's good. It's like, I feel like I watched two episodes kind of like this morning as I was trying to get ready for the gym that I didn't go to. And then uh, I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this always. Fantastic. Now let's go back to this because we've not talked about it on the show yet. So, and we need to celebrate it a little bit and you need to go gaga about it a little bit because you have in every other avenue in your life except for our show. So I'm giving you an opportunity to go gaga about what you found out a week, two weeks ago now. No, a week ago. Well, it was like a week and a half ago. Yeah. 
something like that. So well, I got booked for a movie several months ago. Like I I was on this. It's an independent film. It uh, I did a table read with them, and they're like, "Hey, we'd like to have you. We'd love to have you in this movie." And I was like, "Totally." That was exciting alone, right? And then like Jim Connor from uh, Parks and Rec is in there, and I was like, "Oh my god, really cool, right?" And then all of a sudden, I find out that Neil McDonough who is in Suits and everything. I know him best from Desperate Housewives. He was the weird, crazy, serial killer (laughs) husband. Right. He's so handsome, and I'm so excited. Right? He's in it, so I find that out. But then I find out that Dermot Mulroney's in it. Oh. But how did you find out? Because I was in The Hollywood Reporter with him. So I had like I had a freak out, you know, because it's like I'm so excited that I was in a movie and then all of a sudden I find out that this movie is going to be bigger than I thought it was going to be. And I'm going to be working with like Dermot and Neil. First name basis, people. (laughs) You know, I mean, like this is like this is a huge deal. And so like the morning I found out and I'm in The Hollywood Reporter, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm in The Hollywood Reporter. And. I, I don't know if you know this, but if you're in the Hollywood Reporter, IMDb says, hey, bitch, you're in the news. And I'm like, oh, I got to IMDb is like, hey, keeping track of you. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. And then I'm like, I get to kiss him. <laughs> and so I'm at the gym and I'm like, try, I'm on the treadmill, right? And I'm like smiling, like cheesing so hard. And I'm trying not to be like, ah, ah. Every five seconds and, like, some random people at gas stations around town know that I'm going to be in a movie with this guy. And they're like, who are you? Who is he? I'm going to be in a movie. But I'm like. With, with Dermot. So it's really, really exciting. And I'm getting traction on other projects and everything. And, and right now, like, I'm just stoked. My biggest question, Dina, is have they up there have they been told to up their security with you around <laughs> i think that they're realizing it from my posts <laughs> i think miss i think i make it fired before i ever start right. you're going to have to have a whole like cancel, take cancel, a whole cancel. workshop on sexual, sexual harassment, harassment right <laughs> it's just you in a room with a facilitator right and so i'm doing the scene and i'm like oh my god i laughed i'm sorry let's do that over oh my god i laughed i'm sorry oh my god Uh, And then I'm just like standing in front of him like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I don't know. Dina Nina Martinez, where are your hands? (laughs) I'm sorry. Aren't we? Aren't we? Isn't that where the my call is? My point is. (laughs) That's where. Hey, that's not my point. Anyway, well, cheers to you. Thank you. I'm really excited and I'm looking for the project. It's called Two Men and a Pig. And you can go like the Facebook page as well. Fantastic. Polar Vortex, Greg. You mean the 27 pounds that I gained from the, from three days of being in the house? Because the you're like, all of your like genetic makeup is like, eat, it's cold, bitch. Put I, on some fat. I'm going to lose my gay card from sharing this, but <laughs> I'm going to share it anyway. Yes. So I went to the store the night before the really cold cold got here. Like I went to the gym and tanned. <laughs> and if you were watching my Instagram, I had a bunch of Instagram stories on it. And I got a couple bottles of wine. 
And then I went and proceeded to buy everything that I'm never allow I've never allowed myself to have in the house. Like I love sandwiches, so I bought Munster cheese and hard salami and mayonnaise. I never have mayonnaise in the house. I bought a huge bag of potato chips. I bought ice cream sandwiches. I brought frozen pizzas. I got bananas and broccoli. <laughs> but all that shit is almost gone. And also <laughs> I ordered Chinese that first night. Nice. So, I'm the worst. It's the it's awesome. But it was so cold. My house yeah. was so cold. It was so cold. It was so cold. I was talking to all my friends all over the world and and showing them these these digits in Celsius, and they're like, we don't even understand that. Like, and our houses are built for cold, and my house was still cold. I have these floorboards, these like the radiator floorboards with electric heat, and they were doing shit. Oh, I horrible. like I would imagine it was forty degrees in my house almost all day on Wednesday. I so I went into my room and I just kind of um turned on my heater and burrowed into my bed sheets because my car wouldn't start on the first day. <laughs> like it wouldn't start and then like my roommate jumped jumped it off and got we and then I went driving and to charge the battery and then the next day at least it was only negative 20 as a low, you know, versus like negative 50. And so um and then I was like, okay, well, I can at least go to the gym that day. And so I went to the gym. Well, we also got a bunch of snow right before. Yep. And you got stuck in your driveway. For 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I'm sitting in the driveway. like, And, and so when they uh, shovel snow, the side, the stuff that runs off onto the side goes right into your driveway. So, like, there's, like, this big chunk of snow and so i'm like my my tires aren't really snow tires because those are expensive those are for people that can afford to go to people's birthdays <laughs> um <laughs> hashtag financial goals i would like to go to not have to say no to go to your birthday thing because i can't afford it so but this so i don't have snow tires for that very same reason i love that was all just to say that you don't have snow tires and i've also had the same bras for years now like like you know what i mean like it's just i want financial goals are to get snow tires for when i'm here to get new bras and to be able to go to people's birthdays those are my financial goals so with those in mind i'm sitting stuck like my front wheels are just spinning and spinning and i'm trying to go back and forth and back and forth and then i put i put sand underneath them to hopefully get some traction that didn't help so i'm like back and forth back and forth back and forth and then i was just like okay well I got out and I got the like a shovel and I tried to shovel out under my tires and I chipped off my what do you call those mud flap <laughs> like <laughs> off my car part of this, the mud flap. I can't tell if you were stuck in the snow or having a really bad one night stand. <laughs> Practically, <laughs> and then so, I went back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> And so I'm there for like 30 minutes and I'm chipping like the the perma ice underneath the perma layer, whatever it's called, uh, chipping that off, trying to get it out and trying to move all the snow and I still can't move. Right. So this hot guy with a beard that was like probably a foot shorter than I am. And um, Did he have pointy ears. No, that Did would have been my dream. Digits? Yes, but he was in his 20s. If you've never heard, Dina has a very specific type. She would love you to not have a 
me, you're missing a finger and pointy toes and be about five foot two. Pointy ears, not toes. But I just... pointy, pointy ears. I mean, maybe pointy toes. I have a wider range of attraction, but I like I like guys that are broken. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he gets out and he helps me and he's like, well, why don't you just... Why don't I just push you into the street again? And I was like, okay. And then I pull over to the side to try to, you know, I pull over to the side. And then I get stuck in the side again. And so he went up a few feet and then stopped and came back and pushed me out of that. And I was like, I'm just going to go around the block to get traction. And I just rammed up into the... Rammed, rammed up, up into, into the it. driveway and then I was like okay fine I'm in it at least and so did, I just stay there did you at least give him a complimentary blowjob that was on my plan but I didn't have the time to do it because it was like very time sensitive I couldn't stop I just wanted to keep going and so I could get enough traction so I was like I'm sorry I'll give you a blowjob later <laughs> you know like that's what he heard from my <laughs> oh I also took my roommate's dog and my dog for a walk. And my poor dog, she's seven pounds. And she's like, this shit's cold, mom. I don't like this shit. And I was like, what's your language? Um, And so we're and then my roommate's dog's like this big shepherd mix dog. And, and he's old, but he loves snow. So, like, he was really excited and throwing up snow. And it was cute. And then he, like, runs off into these snowbanks to go poop. And I was like... People were walking by, and so, like, it's off the road. Nobody's going to get in it, but I just, like, I had to go there because people were walking by. So so I'm, like, trying to go through these big drifts of snow, and Gertie, <laughs> like, you can barely, every once in a while, you'll see her head like, ah, stop pulling me, mom, stop pulling me, mom. Like, her little head and her little face were like, I don't like this, stop pulling me. And so, and then all of a sudden, I get, <laughs> it was hilarious. and Because I'm like, like, I, you know how, like, you're, imagine that you're in like mud to your knees and you're like pulling your leg out and moving it and then pulling your other leg out and it's like your whole body's pivoting back and forth and that's what i was like in this what a great ab workout i know right it was perfect <laughs> and so i wanted to get a video of gertie in the snow like <laughs> underneath and popping out and popping out it was so funny and so cute she hated it and then she starts pulling me into the road and for seven pounds, she's really, like, strong. Like, she has a lot of... She pulled really hard. And then when she did, I'm yelling at her. I'm like, wait, wait. And I'm yelling at the Toby. Like, wait, Toby, wait, Toby, don't go anywhere. And then all of a sudden, I am ass up in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and for, like, five five plus minutes, I'm sitting there trying to, like, holding this poop far away from me, holding Gertie's <laughs> leash in one hand, trying to yell at Toby to not go anywhere. And I'm just like, and I'm trying to get up, and I keep falling down, and it was just a hilarious sight. Note to self, I'm ordering you a medical alert bracelet right now. If you could just order me a St. Bernard with like whiskey in it, like that would be like the cartoons. That would be my, that would be my ultimate goal and dream. Aww. So that was a long story and it was really loud because I was really excited. What are you, do you have anything exciting like that to tell us? No, because I was such a wimp. I hated even walking the three blocks to dinner last night. Like, I did not, you know, I mean, Christine came and literally dragged me out of my house 
to go to a dive bar where I proceeded to get hammered because <laughs> I was pissed that I was out. And so I had a lot of brainial fashions very fast. And you guys are both like, Dean is in bed. Dean is in bed. Probably high. We're shocked we didn't get a with their dog. naked picture with the dog. <laughs> and then I went home. Mm-hmm. And then awesome. I crawled in bed and watched the rest of you. <laughs> Not a fun story. That sentence is not just... a not ass up in the air. I mean, so at least this, that night. This is why you, we're a week late on our podcast is because we've been dealing with this shit. Yeah, between that. Oh, and the we had a Bloody Mary bar crawl. Oh, I was like in Racine, and Kenosha, and I don't think you've heard this part of this. A bus. Because the bar crawl is buses going bar to bar to bar in these in this area. A bus lost its muffler right in front of one of the bars. And the bus driver goes up to Allie, my assistant, and is like, we lost the muffler. What should we do? And Allie calls me. She doesn't even say anything to this bus driver. She just calls me. And she's like, the bus driver just lost a muffler. The bus lost a muffler. And the bus driver's asking me what to do. And she just starts laughing at me. And I start laughing at Allie. This poor bus driver who's like having the hardest time ever. Just, but we don't we don't run your bus company, right? I'm not the one driving your bus. Anyway, that's that's someone going ass end, <laughs> ass up. Oh my god, ass up. Uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> shitty weather. It's been challenging. I have I definitely s- learned that. Um, I'm ready to go back to California, <laughs> right? Before another winter. I will be in California. Oh like, I've, it's just got to happen. And the winter's been really good, except for the last three weeks. You know, and then yeah. we've got more winter than we've got in the last three years. But this, growing up, this is how winter always was. Well. For the entire winter. It's colder than it's been. No, but still, it was cold, though. Like, yeah. we would be, yeah. it would be below zero and in the single digits all of January and February and end of December. So, and the snow would be more than this. Like, mm-hmm. so, this is really, but, fuck it. I don't want to be here. I mean, like, I can, I like snow. I like winter. But negative 30, 40 degrees? Uh Uh-uh. When your high is negative 15? No. I saw a meme that said, people have earthquakes and volcanoes and hurricanes and tornadoes, and they get all this aid. Where the hell is our aid? Yes. <laughs> and bars were closing in Wisconsin. Uh, it was it was serious, y'all. It was serious. Like one of my friends from California put a picture, a meme up, and it said, Girl, you in danger. <laughs> like, right? I and I said, I never thought I would be so excited. Four year, seven years ago when I moved to the Midwest, I never thought I would be excited for it to be eighteen degrees. Never. But, okay, this is the last of weather because anyone who's still listening, they're like, these bitches are still talking about weather. (laughs) This weekend is supposed to rain a bunch and it's going to be like in the 40s. So basically now it's going to flood because the water has nowhere to go. With 70 degree differentiation in like three days. Like, and I'm so sorry for all of you people in Los Angeles with the rain. Like, it's like your polar vortex is... Downpour, like, (laughs) and LA doesn't do well. The rain, they do not do well at all. Like, (laughs) they don't do like they lose their minds. Oh, they, yeah. 
Um, also, a shout out since we're talking about weather and stuff. Al, if anyone uh, from my lovely urban family in Cape Town is listening to this, I'm sorry about the huge fires in the middle of Cape Town. Mm. So in the middle, in the middle. I mean, if you in Cape Town, it all goes around Table Mountain and Lion's Head, and Lion's Head completely went up in flames last Sunday. Oh my god! Just like and and I mean, the houses that were affected, of course, very wealthy people because it's like Malibu. It's you know, um, but it was. The pictures, like, look at the pictures. It's, like, the middle of Cape Town. Like, you're in downtown Cape Town, and you see just nothing but huge uh, flames behind, like, the downtown. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Anyway, but I love you all. I love you. I don't know you yet, but I love you. Um, Bitch, you got your passport. You're going to go my passport. with me soon. Yeah. As soon as I can forward bras and birthdays, I'm going to Cape Town. <laughs> BBC, girl. Bras. <laughs> Birthdays, Cape Town. That sounded really very grinder profile. BBC girl <laughs> here. I did not mean it like that. <laughs> so, uh, can we give a shout out to our fan? <laughs> can we give a shout out to our fan who you met last week? Oh, I haven't talked about that. Okay, can we? I'm going to start this again, even though we're still rolling, but I'm just. Listeners, just bear with me. Hey, Dina, do you know we're famous? I do. <laughs> we're Madison famous already, and we've only had two episodes. So, speaking of Grinder, I was on Grinder, and there's a guy that I've been chatting with, and we've exchanged details. Dictails. <laughs> Read in that way you will. And so he, he messaged me. He's like, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? Are you staying warm? He's like, yeah. I was introduced to a new podcast. And I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm like, what podcast? He's like, oh, the Dean and Greg show. And then I wasn't sure if he knew that I was Greg from the Dean and Greg show or if he was just telling me. So I had to say, oh, that's my show. And he's like, I know. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> but apparently his friend knows you, I think. And so... That's why he started listening. What's his name? I don't know. He never told me. Your 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 grinder guy does. You don't know your grinder guy's name? No, I don't know his name either. Nick. Let's call him Nick. <laughs> Shout out to Rise Nick from Grinder. With Dick. <laughs> uh, I showed uh, you his picture though. Yeah, you did. I didn't see his face yet. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tina. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not me and you're not scrolling through my camera in 2009. Oh my god. <laughs> the day I saw your asshole. That was not me. Oh, that was Drew. <laughs> don't don't I would never take those pics. <laughs> the day I saw your dick, I was like, "Oh no." No, I, no, no. That was such a great show. I hope we can find it, it someday. Penises dick button. And... Penises and dick button. No, pinwheels. Oh, pinwheels and dick buttons. No, penises and pinwheels. <laughs> Gosh, for those who work with elderly people, I totally understand what you're going through. <laughs> Mittens and dick buttons. <coughs> oh, glittens and dick buttons. Yes, when we had... My glittens, my first pair of glittens. What was the beautiful comedian's name? Julian Clark oh, was Julian. on that episode. Yeah, years ago. He's still beautiful. He's so, very now. Oh, well, lovely for him. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, um, you guys, 
you can find us on Stitcher and um, Spotify, and I'm working on the iTunes deal still. It's been such a hassle, but we're trying to renew that so that you can find us on those places. You can always listen to us at Dina and Greg show too. And on the social medias, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Dina's doing a great job with Instagram. I need to buck up and do better. Buck up. She should give me the password though. I thought you had the passwords. I'll find it. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. (laughs) So we'd like to hear from you. Uh, You can comment on the website page. And once we're back in iTunes, (laughs) you can can comment there. Otherwise, go to Facebook and and send us questions and uh, let us give shout outs to you. Because, you know, Nick from Grindr got a shout out today. So you could, too. (laughs) You could be Nick. You could be Nick. Rhymes with Dick. You could be a Nick. (laughs) Um, And then we'll be coming up with some contests and stuff for those of you who are listening so that you can win some things. Do you have a new comedy class starting up soon? I do. It's starting before this show drops, but... uh, Well, then never mind. But yeah. (laughs) I tried to promote you. Social I appreciate Change that. Forum is February 28th. We still have spots. On February 9th, I'll be at Supercharged Foods in Madison, as well as the 14th, which is Valentine's Day, at High Noon for Les Cougar Show. Yay, Les Cougars. I know. I'm excited. If you're in Madison, you should really go check it out. Their show is amazing. For sure. And then coming up in March, we're doing, I'm doing two dates here in Milwaukee, or here in Madison and one in Milwaukee with Human Rights Campaign. Uh, called Hilarious. It's going to be really fun. Um, and there'll be more information coming about that soon. So Awesome. So awesome. much stuff coming up. Yeah. Go like our pages and share this link. And if you share this link and tag four other friends, you could possibly win a shout out. That's all we're going to give is a shout out? I don't know. We'll think about it. I've something. got some shit in my goodie bag from Project Connect. Let's get your goodie bag out. I've got some stuff. Give What was the rule? Say it one more time. Share and tag share with four it. friends. Share and ta- tag at least, yeah, at least four friends. That's good. Yep. Share the link. Tag us. Tag four friends. Yeah. This could be, what I have in my goodie bag could be anything from a Starbucks gift card. To four VIP passes to the Wisconsin's Best Bloody Mary Festival in August. Oh. I got some shit. I got a bottle of something at the house that I don't drink anymore. So, Oh, see? So for the next one, we'll throw that out at you. Okay, great. Okay. All right. So we will see you guys soon. Yes. Okay. Have a great week. We love you. Bye.